Hey everyone, it's Steve from Experience Milwaukee. I just want to take a minute to say thanks to all of you, our loyal listeners. Over the past three years, you've grown across more than 40 states and more than 30 countries. You're the reason Adam and I do this. You're the reason this podcast has been around for more than three years, and you're the reason we keep going. And speaking of doing this, the podcast would be a heck of a lot harder if it wasn't for our friends who sponsor and make so much of the show possible. Thank you, Few Spirits, Indeed Brewing, Cost Stereophones, Bitter Cube, Transfer Pizzeria Cafe, and our new education partner, Cardinal Stritch University. In fact, this episode features them. We hope you know that as we bring on sponsors, we'll always do so in a way that delivers authentic, honest content about Milwaukee to you. With that, let's get on with the show, starting with opening music from our friends and Milwaukee's very own Black Belt Theater. Dr. Dan Scholes, president of Cardinal Stritch University. And when I think of Milwaukee, the word that I think about is home. I love Milwaukee. It's been my home my whole life. Um, I hope my kids raise their family here. It's just, it's just home. Oh, Steven, Steven, Adam. Steven, Steven. Adam, I, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. It, do you feel uh, anything tonight? At all? Ever? No. Yeah. I mean, we had, we had done, we, we had, we're coming off this stretch of on location live recordings at Summerfest. It feels a little weird to be back in the studio. Does it feel weird or... Or now it's been, I don't know, a year and a half. It feels like normalcy, sadly enough. I don't um, I loved the in-person stuff. I, it felt right. It was fun. It was. But now it feels normal to be back yeah. in the studio, quote I, unquote. I feel weird and comfortable at the same time. Yeah. Like a, Almost uh, like we're adapting well. I feel like kind of like I'm in seventh grade again. What does that mean? Weird and oh. <laughs> comfortable at the same time. Got it. Come on, keep up here, buddy. It took me a second, but I'm there. I'm there. I'm with you. I'm with you. And well, that uh, that's really that's a really nice segue into, into school. school. Yeah, and education in general. We're on. We're like in sync with our brains here. We are. And we are one brain. I'm I'm pretty excited because we have. Uh, you know, I'm going to call him Doctor Dan on the show. Doctor Dan. Yeah. Okay. From uh, Cardinal Stritch University. Uh, Dr. Dan, how are you? I'm doing very well, Steve. Thanks. Hey, uh, the reason, uh, besides the fact that, you know, you are Dr. Dan, the other reason that I um, uh, kind of gravitate to that easily is because uh, that's my uh, kid's doctor, Dr. Dan. Well, very nice. Oh, fun. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, now you do, Adam. So well, you send your kids to academic doctors instead of real doctors? Well, it's whatever the insurance yep, exactly. covers there. You know, <laughs> we don't worry about to the outcomes. Turns then. out it's <laughs> cheaper to send them to an academic doctor. They come back smarter at least. Yeah, yeah. they can. They well, can first. explain their illness with clarity. 
so hey, it's this is awesome. We're excited. Um, I don't think we've had a university president on this podcast, and we've been doing this for like three years. Wow. Speak, I was going to say, speaking of one brain, I believe this would be a first for us, which is really cool. And Yeah, I'm, I, I'm honored to be here. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, we've ha- we've recently... Now, now, all right, just everyone chill on this one. Don't get too uh, out of control here. Recently, okay. we've just we've had several rock stars on this show. And mm-hmm. Adam and I, leading into those episodes, we're pretty nervous. And I thought after Summerfest was, was done, for this year at least, I thought, oh, now we can go back to episodes where like I feel more uh, like less intimidated by the coolness of, of the people coming on. And then you come on. And, and then the first episode yeah. after that is Cardinal Stritch University yes, President. I'm like Dr. super Dan. nervous right now. So, <laughs> uh, so we speak. So I, I'm dramatic. following your interview with Paul McCartney. Is that it? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> pretty much. Exactly. Pretty much, yeah. Exactly. So um, Adam and Adam and I were chatting before uh, before you jumped in, and um, and we were we were just Adam. We were kind of wondering, like, what the heck does a university president do? I don't yeah, know. I was I was very curious. Uh, it's such a prestigious title, and I I was kind of I immediately. Well, I'm a curious person. We do a podcast about being curious mostly. Yeah. Um, can you kind of run us through what a university president is responsible for? Oh, I, I, I'm happy to. You know, I've I've been at Cardinal Stritch University for for 18 years, um, and so and I've had a, a education career for 35. So I've I've often too wondered what a university president does, <laughs> and and honestly, in all my eighteen years, we you know we've gone through three or four different presidents, all wonderful people, and my attitude always was I would never want to do that job <laughs> because it's, it's so hard, you know. You got to so a university president, you know, is an advocate and an ambassador for the school's mission, and you know, a fundraiser and a supporter of the faculty and staff and students and. You know, the, the things that the things that I didn't realize about the university uh, president position is, you know, you wake up at two in the morning and you generally can't get back to sleep because there's so much to think about, to worry <laughs> oh about gosh. and to be thankful for. And, you know, it's you know, it's it's a lot. I, I really enjoy it. It's a lot of fun mm-hmm. um, in all of my years that I've been at Stritch. And I, I've told people this in this last year. This is the happiest I've been. That's so. Great. Yeah, even though the job has got a lot of stresses and a lot of responsibilities, I'm I'm very happy just because I love Stretch. It's such a great school. Uh we've heard nothing but great things. Ditto. Yep. No. Cool. So whoever's running, uh, whoever's running those uh, marketing and communications uh, activities, <laughs> they're doing a great job. Whoever's and, running that university president position. Yeah, whoever's doing it right on that show over there. A <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> but seriously, what, what time do you, do you wake up? Um, I, I'm not kidding you. When I say this, I get up at four in the morning. Oh, Steve, you're usually up around then, aren't you? Oh, I, is that your kids getting you up or is that by choice? Nope. I, uh, try my darndest to get up by four thirty every day Yeah. because it gives me time to, uh, kind of think and and make my way into the day versus the day having its way with me i couldn't agree with you more the first Whoa. four hours of my day you know from four to eight a.m until people really start entering my life 
it's golden. It's mm-hmm. when I think, it's when I pray, it's when I do my best work, and yeah. Um, so 18 years, what is the backstory? How did you rise to this level of stardom here? I think the trajectory of me ultimately ending up at Stritch was when I started I started teaching high school at Pius 11th High School in Milwaukee. Okay. In 1985. And, so, and I taught theology there. And I loved it. Loved teaching high school kids. I coached. Had a great time. But it, it, during that time, I got my PhD from Marquette University um, in biblical studies. And that really, that really started the trajectory for me ending up at Stritch. When I graduated, I left Pius. When I graduated with my PhD, mm-hmm. I left Pius and started at teaching at St. Francis de Sales Seminary. Loved doing that. Did that for four or five years. You know, great institution. Um, but ultimately, um, Cardinal Stritch University came knocking on my door. This 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 nun, Sister Clinton Dunn, you know, who I knew for many many years. She got she helped me get my teaching license um, through Stritch to teach high school. She kept talking to me about why don't you come over to Stritch and you know, we need some young people and, you know, why don't you come on over in our department and chair the department? And that, that was in 2004. And that, that really started my journey. I said, okay, I'll take the leap. And, you know, I came in and taught in the religious studies department and eventually got tenured and became the chair of the department, then became the dean of the college, then the vice president of academic affairs, and then ultimately the president. So, in all my years at Stritch, I've had I've had virtually every academic role you can have in the academy. And so for, for me, sort of this being in, in many ways the pinnacle of my career, part of what I bring to the job is I just I just know the academy so well because mm-hmm. I've had all the roles and and all the all the struggles and all the stresses and all the fun of it. And so I just bring a wealth of experience, I think, that that I think helps me do my job better. Yeah, I th- uh, it's very similar. I, I mean, we hear similar stories right on the business side of things, yeah. you know, and, and how CEOs become CEOs and the roles they have leading up to that in the organization or even in others. But um, mm-hmm. it's always interesting. Uh, Adam, that's how you do it. That's how you rise to that's the top. That's how you do it. Yeah, that's I don't know. how you rise know. to the top. Well, and it helps to have have that passion going into it. Mm-hmm. And sticking with something to really, really dig in deep and understand all the little nooks and crannies and all of the, the nuances of something. Yeah, uh, that helps immensely in uh, moving your way up. Which is, it's cool to see reinforced here. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, in, sure. in, in every role that I had, I really loved getting in the weeds and trying to figure out how things work and that. That I just think is so valuable and something we try to teach, you know, obviously you with your kids and me and my kids, we try to, you know, you just need tenacity and hard work and, you know, loyalty and that that'll pay off. Mm-hmm. I love the, uh, I, I love the, the pro well, here's, I'll, I'll be honest. So it, it, in a, in an, in a side, sort of a side life I have, I enjoy mixology and, trying mm-hmm. to learn that skill set mm-hmm. very in a very similar way without the alcohol though teaching is very similar like that t- for me like I love doing it but I get really intimidated by the sort of the the pressure you have of informing uh, people on some kind of topic and um, and it's just 
it's really hard work um, for those who are, are really good at it. Maybe it's easy for people who it comes naturally, but um, all of that said, you know, we've asked in, in a, you know, we, we keep comparing to this Summerfest because it was such an intense uh, September for us. Um, yeah. And we, and we've asked some of these musicians, you know, what, what or who inspires the music you create? Where does your inspiration come from? when you think about higher ed and all of the responsibility and the role you have for Cardinal Stritch University? My inspiration uh, of staying in higher ed is I, I've just seen the ability of a college degree to transform people's lives and, and, and to really make it a better place. I, I just, I, I firmly believe that higher ed is not for everybody. I, I think that, I think that the, because the trades are really important, mm -hmm. you know, we need to emphasize that we, you know, there, there, there are many different pathways, but I do know, and I have seen firsthand, you know, many of our students who, who come to us uh, in disadvantaged situations economically and, and otherwise, and they get that degree and, you know, it just opens doors for people and working at a place like Stritch, you know, I, I've, I've always said that my experience, one of the differences between undergraduates and graduates is my experience because I've taught both of them for mm -hmm. many years is generally the the in a college setting an undergraduate it's not it, you know the education is also an enculturation and a, a really important transformative time in, in people's lives and they, they come to get an education you know they're 18 to 22 and it's just it's just an important station in their life that they're passing through. Mm -hmm. Graduate students are a little bit different, you know. They've kind of established themselves, and and a lot of them are are coming to get that degree because they have a passion and a desire to learn something. And and a lot of times it's to get an advancement at work or to put themselves in a better position. But either grad or undergrad, I've just seen the the power that higher ed can do to transform lives. And I think ultimately make culture a better place. Uh, so here's a here's, you said this you're you're having the best time ever, yeah. Even through a pandemic, um, yeah. How how has uh, the university, what what's changed or been modified or improved yeah. or enhanced through all of this? And, you know, and or what kind of new programming or, or, or offerings do you have for uh, students, really, whether they're uh, undergrad or graduate students? I think the most fundamental change, and I don't know that this, this isn't just Cardinal Stritch University. I think higher ed in general, um, the pandemic in a very odd way um, accelerated realities that that were on the horizon for us the, the classic example would be learning environments you know there there was there was a lot of for many faculty there and students there was fear and trepidation about online learning and you know blended courses and high flex courses and the pandemic you know in march of 2020 when when we literally had to shut down and go online mm. it, it ultimately forced everybody to learn how to do it. And some learned it clunkily and others learned it quickly. And we were lucky at Stritch, you know, we had about 25% of our faculty were already teaching online, mostly in graduate programming, full programs online. So we were able to buddy up, you know, experienced online faculty with, you know, traditional undergraduate faculty, who all they were doing was classroom teaching. Mm -hmm. So 
you know, one of the one of the takeaways, at least from the sort of the faculty and student, is you know we we've learned not to be so afraid of different learning environments. Um, we also learned that on the whole, you know, this technology generation, these millennials and now the Gen Zers, at least our experience at Stritches, a lot of them, if they had their preference, it would be face to face. You know, there's a, there's an awful lot of convenience in online. Yeah. But, you know, our 18 to 22 year olds are like, well, come on, can we please get back to the classroom? <laughs> you, know. We, you know, we were lucky. We opened in the fall of 2020 and we were we, over 70 percent of our regular face-to-face -face classes, we were able to keep face-to-face, -face, wow. even with the social distance and yeah. the masks and yeah. all that stuff. So, you know, our, our classrooms are generally smaller in size. You know, we don't have, you know, we're not like a, a large, like Wisconsin, where you have four or 500 kids in an auditorium and a class. We really don't have that at Stritch. So, but you know what the other thing that's really changed and, and, and I think it's for, for the good is particularly at the level of um, working with your board of trustees and working with advisory councils, just the ability now to do that by Zoom. We all, we do everything by Zoom now. At least we do at Stretch. Um, mm -hmm. And I know there's Teams and other platforms you can use, but sure, you know, you know, we've the the thing that I've learned about you know professional meetings when you're talking with trustees or advisory council members or you know. The, the electronic format is good for maintaining community. Um, it's not really good if you're just trying to build community. Do you know what I mean? You really got to be face to face and look at people in the eye if, if it's new trustees or new board members. But if it's people that you know, it's awfully convenient. You know, we have board members in different parts of the country mm -hmm. um, and just it's so convenient and so much less expensive just to have them zoom in. <laughs> versus flying from Washington, D.C. and New sure. York. And so it that, you know, those those are some of the good takeaways from the pandemic for sure. Yeah, that is really well put. Yeah. I had I had always um, kind of in the back of my brain thought that I'm like, there's something different about the ability to virtually meet with people, you know, really well yeah. versus, you know, the the new meetings. You want to meet those new folks in person, but maintaining the relationships. Wow, that's really well put. Huh. Dr. Yeah. Dan coming through. I love the perspective. Love yeah. So Adam had this question and this, and we'll ask it exactly how we usually ask, uh, when we have, you know, some of the different business owners around restaurants and experience places like that. But What's the vibe over there at uh, Cardinal Stritch <laughs> University? Like, what's what's the experience for students uh, coming through programs there? You know, it it really depends on the student population group. So, for our traditional undergrads, one of the things, and when I tell people this, they go, "What?" I, you know, we have students from over forty different countries on our campus undergraduates there. So about 25% of our traditional undergraduate students are international students. And almost all of them are on our sports team living in our res halls. Um, so and and our undergraduate students were 52% in addition to international students were 52% students of color. 
And so w- the, just the diversity on our campus, mm-hmm. you, you, you walk down the hallways and just visually seeing people of different ethnic groups, but also like hearing them, hearing them speak in their, in their own native language. It's, it's really kind of remarkable. I, I, and you know, that didn't, I don't know that it happened, you know, so I've been there a long time. I'm not exactly sure what had happened. I just think I'd showed up on campus one day and I'm like, oh my God, this is, this is an incredibly diverse community for undergraduates. Um, and so that, that's kind of exciting. I mean, there's a, there's a really interesting, like, we, we have entire sports teams that are international students. I was with our with our uh, with our women's tennis team this morning. I was working out in our weight room at six thirty this morning, and the whole team was there. They're all international students. You know, on the undergraduate level, there's you know that that's a really cool thing um, that that I think is kind of unique. You know, higher ed often talks about wanting to have you know, serving the underserved and trying to get students of color or first generation students on your campus. And I just think we do a really good job with that. And that that's really cool. Our, you know, the, the you know, we're, we're a Catholic Franciscan institution. So we talk a lot about our mission and our identity. And even if you talk to, to, to like our graduate students who are just, just purely online, they may not, they may not step a foot on our campus even in commencement, you know, because we typically do commencement downtown in Milwaukee, um, but they know the mission really well. You know what I mean? We're, we're very intentional around hiring faculty and staff for mission. And that really comes through. And the students talk about that a lot. And even if they're and we have all the way up to doc programs, they we sort of integrate that into the experience. And, um, you know, people find it. Uh, on the whole, non-threatening and really sort of invitational. So it's really kind of a cool thread through whatever kind of student you are on our campus. Yeah, it's uh, when you do it right, you do it right. And I think when you're doing it right, other people want to be part of it. Yep, and that's where all the international and diverse folks come from. People feel good when they look around and they see it's looking good there. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Absolutely. Uh, Adam. You know what we got to get into a little bit? Some Milwaukee stuff? Let's get into some Milwaukee stuff. So, Dr. Dan. Mm-hmm. Most, like, what, what's, what's your relationship with the city of Milwaukee? What do you love doing? What, do you, what, what does life look like outside of uh, Cardinal Stritch University president? Oh, I, you know, I, 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 was, I was born and raised in West Allis. And I mean, I've lived my whole life, you know, I went away to college and stuff, but, um, you know, part of the reason I love Milwaukee is obviously it's home for me and our sports teams, our concerts, our theaters, Summerfest, our festivals, uh, you know, it's, it's such a warm and welcoming place in so many ways, um, that I've. I live now in Wauwatosa, and so obviously we're in a suburb mm-hmm. of Milwaukee, and um, it's just live in a great neighborhood. A lot of a, a lot of a, a lot of really good people. Um, it's just it. I love the Midwest, you know, and I interact with people all over the country, and you know, I you probably know this, but people often refer to us as small walkie. Or, <laughs> you, you know, know it. Yeah, Midwest nice. Yep. East Coast people make fun of us because we're nice. Um, and we like our yeah, beer. How dare and we us. like our cheese heads. <laughs> and I just, 
the, those are all endearing features of Milwaukee that I absolutely that keep me here. That's awesome. It's something I don't mind being made fun of for. Yeah, totally. Like how how dare I be nice and friendly <laughs> yeah. and welcoming? Yeah, it's pretty low on all the many things Adam makes fun of me about. So I don't really I don't really worry about it. You're a lucky guy to be working at a place you love in a city you love. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. I'm my cup runneth over, as they say, <laughs> blessed in many ways for yeah. sure. Excellent. Uh, so. If uh, people are trying to connect with and follow what Cardinal Stritch University is doing, or they want to, you know, en- enroll, 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 if they want to become a student, yeah, or, or how else, how, you know, where do they go, first of all, and what are the best places? And then how else can they get involved, either as a, p- a potential student or just in supporting the university? One of the ways, and this, and this is really important in higher education, a way that all of higher ed you know, and we've obviously been talking about this much more in recent years about getting engaged in industry. Um, how can higher ed partner, you know, with with the companies that we have in Milwaukee and help the workforce shortage that we have in many areas? And so, you know, companies who want to do internships with us and get our students um, involved in their companies that that that's really important to us because you know what if you're an undergraduate and if you're not a nurse doing clinicals or you want to be a teacher and you're you know in your student teaching if you're just a history major or a religion major or a political science major or a marketing major adam like you (laughs) you know getting out and having internships where you can get into companies and just make those professional connections early on is just really important and that's That's one way Mm -hmm. you can you know all of industry can help not just stretch but you know all of all of us in southeast wisconsin all of our institutions right um you know just learning about stretch you know the 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 most common way that we experience it is just students going to our website stretch.edu and looking at the programs and one of the things we're we're so proud of is we have what's called limitless for undergraduates, a limitless curriculum, you can you can build your own major um, out of all combinations of courses. And we we have plenty of students um, who come to us and they know what they want to do. You know what? They want to be a marketing major, or they want to be a business major, or they want to be a nurse. But you know, we have a lot of students, and this is this is true, not just a stretch, but nationally, upwards of 40% of undergraduates don't know what they want to major in. Yeah, I believe they it. just come kind of exploring, and yep. I think we've created a curriculum that really encourages that. Yeah, build your own is awesome. That's that's really cool. That's really really cool. Yeah, I'll say, Doctor Dan, what it sounds like over there is you're making it fun, and uh, yeah. that does have an impact. You know, you, you you talked about the degree, the outcome itself uh, having the impact, and I think the process to get there matters as well and uh so kudos on a great job with that yeah uh, thank you no it it really does cool well you know all all three of my kids my youngest is a senior in college now and i always tease them and and say you know your years your years in college are the best years of your life Mm -hmm. and everything after that is just kind of downhill so (laughs) we understand well the importance of those college years they're a lot of fun and they need to be a lot of fun there's a there's a reason why you've got college friends that never leave you. Yep. yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. 
Absolutely. Uh, cool. This was this was fun, and uh, it was great having you on, and uh, learned a lot on you know sort of this. Adam, now we know what the what a university president does. Now we know what a university president does. Yeah, yeah. Get, get up at four in the morning. About it. Yeah. Yeah, I think <laughs> get up at four in the and, morning. And, and then talk you into doing it, too, because now I want to do it. we got to do it. Wow, why am I not getting up at 4 a.m.? Yeah, I feel like I'm wasting the day. Uh, yeah, so we'll work on that with you, Adam. That's your next okay. step. Your next, and part That's of my your next plan. step. Yeah. Dr. Dan, Love thank it. you so much. Yeah, oh, thank you. Steve and Adam, thank you guys for inviting me to be on the show. It's been a blast. Absolutely. And you guys keep up the good work. We'll, keep on promoting Milwaukee. That's we, a great we will. thing. We love it. We love it. Yes. So we will. Cool. Adam. Steve. You know. And now, Milwaukee's own Black Belt Theater.